few weeks ago, uh, we discussed the Maimar Chazal. There's a number of Maimar Chazal in the Sanhedrin and other places discussing different signs of things that will happen before Mashiach will come. So, one of the more interesting Maimar Chazal, which doesn't seem to have an explanation on the surface, so to say, the Maimar Chazal in Sanhedrin, it says that Ein Ben David Bo and she's backish the cotton of that before Mashiach comes, they'll try to find a fish, another version says a small fish for a sick person, and they won't be able to find it. Shinamari brings a Pasuk, the Pasuk is in Yecheskel. Yecheskel Anovi is describing the downfall of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, Egypt was a big superpower. If you read in the Nach, there was, uh, you had Mitzrayim, you had Ashur. They say that, just uh, mean lean, they say that archaeologists found the, the bones of the red, of the seven cows on the back of the Nile River. He just wasn't sure if it was the lean cows or the fat cows. Whatever. <laughs> okay. uh, so, uh, no, no. So, Mitzrayim was a big superpower. I mean, we're not talking about it in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, but even later, you have in Tanakh. Eretz Yisrael was always right in between Asher and Mitzrayim. The two superpowers used to try, sometimes they clashing with one another. So the Pasuk speaks about the downfall of Mitzrayim through Bavel. That the Nebuchadnezzar, he conquered Egypt. So it says there that the Ebeshter Oza Shkia Meimeyam, in the prophecy he's describing how Mitzrayim, you know, Mitzrayim prided themselves with the Nile. The Nile River was their source of the agricultural, their irrigation for their agriculture. So it's describing their apostolic how the rivers of Mitzrayim were always hustling and bustling. People and animals were always going through, so the water wasn't clear. The water was like, was was cloudy with mud and other things that comes from, uh, you know, human and animal traffic. But it says that what, since Mitzrayim will be destroyed, so the waters will be, the, the, all the garbage will sink down, the waters will be clear. And their and their uh, and their rivers will be like oil, which also means some commentaries explain it'll be as clear as oil. In other words, there'll be no one there, so all the garbage like this when people and animals are walking, so there's a mess in the water. There's there's uh, the bottom of the ocean, the bottom of or the mud at the bottom always gets mixed in with the water. But since it'll be desolate, so it'll be clear water. That's the, in the Pshat of the Pasuk. So the the, uh, the 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 that so so the Gemara interprets the Pasuk to mean that there won't be any fish in the sea as well. So the water not exa- Rash uses the word that they're kfui, and I, I think I don't know. People explain that they're frozen. I think what Rashi means kfui is that the waters will be clear, so there's no there's no fish there either. Now, this Maimar Chazal seems to be a very, very uh, not, understood. not understood. Like, it's, it's what, what, what's, what's Bechlal going on over here? Now, there's many, many explanations, mostly Al Derech is mostly the way of hint. 
Um, I'll start. I'll you know once you go into the realm of remes of hints, you know there's many very you know various approaches that are discussed. One is one that seemingly has nothing to do with the other, but I'll try to cover some of the explanations. The Masha on one of the more classic commentaries on this Maimar Chazal, he, he's, first of all, the Gemara says, what's the connection with Meshech? As one Pasuk says that the rivers will be clear, and then it said, the Gemara says, it says afterwards, Razat Smiach Keren, whatever the Lashon, then the Eidush will sprout forth salvation for the Jewish people. So Masha says, first of all, the Pesukim are not next to each other. One Pasuk is actually, the Pasuk about Meshech coming is actually a few chapters earlier. So the Masha says that it seems a pshat in the Gemara is, the meaning of the Gemara is that this pasuk about the rivers being clear speaks about the downfall of Egypt. And in another similar prophecy, speaking about the downfall of Egypt, it speaks about the coming of Mashiach. So from there we see there's a connection between the two, even though they might not be saying, might not be written one next to each other. But he brings, there's an interesting Maimar Chazal that says that by the time of Golos, I think by the first place I make this, all the fish says Erzi saw is posh desolate. Begashmias for for a number of years. It says all animals, even the birds, have nowhere to be. It says even all the fish, they went into Golas, they went into exile. And there was none none left. Then they came back later, I think, when they didn't return. So he says that he seems to interpret the Gemara the same way. We're talking here about the river of Egypt, and the fish will return to Eretz Yisrael. So the fish originated from there. And it's a remez, it doesn't, it doesn't elaborate much, but on the lines of the other Maimar Chazal, that, be, that when Yidim went into Galus, all the creatures went into Galus with them, Yidim will return to Eretz Yisrael, everything will return, the fish and so on will all return to Eretz Yisrael, so they won't be found in the rivers of Mitzrayim. That's how he explains in Shat. There's... On a similar note, but uh, more uh, with more uh, with a bit of a different uh, angle, the Abar Benel. The Abar Benel was one of the classic commentators on Torah, on Nach, on Avim, Suvim. Particularly when it comes to Mashiach, he was one of the people that wrote a number of books explaining side the Psukim, the voice of prophecies. He goes through a whole sefer collecting all the different prophecies and elaborating upon them. And also different Maimari Chazal, particularly those Maimari Chazal that seem to be uh, a lot of it. He deals with, you know, Christians try to interpret certain Maimari Chazal about Mashiach a certain way. Wrote all sefish, not censored, but they try to prove their, you know, the, 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 those messianic uh, verses in the sages. But even Maimari Chazal, you know, there's different things, you know, that the. Even too, it all started from you. Yeah, I'm saying, but he that he was much he was before Shabbat. So he was dealing with the Christians. But anyway, he wrote and he wrote. He was a very big writer. Discussed a lot of different Yanim so He discusses this Maimar Chazal as well, and he explains. He gives two approaches. He says one in Pshat and one in a metaphoric way. He says in Pshat, he says that the same way before when Eden left Mitzrayim, David should brought ten plagues to to you know to to, to punish. Uh, the Egyptians said so the same way before g- the final redemption there'll also be uh, the, the, the there'll also says the Pasik said the same miracles that happened before they left Mitzrayim will happen will happen you know when they go out of Mitzrayim. So he says 
go out of goal. Yeah, yeah, go, go out of the final goal. So he says the same thing is that before, when Eden will go out of Golos, so Mitzrayim, not exactly whatever the exact explanation is why Mitzrayim, I guess one of the nations that played a role in subjugation, the Jewish people, they'll also be punished again. Shoot, there's another Medrashim that says that the Ten Marcus will happen in, on Edom, on Rome. But either way, but in other words, the point is that it's, it's the point is that this shows under the destruction, same way, what was the first Makkah? The first of the ten plagues was that the Nile was turned into blood. Since the Nile was turned into blood, the Pasuk says that all the fish died, stunk up the Nile. So it says, similarly, when Mashiach will come, a similar thing will happen that the river of Mitzrayim, and maybe you could extend it to other areas that, maybe that, that subjugated the Jews, will be struck and there won't be any fish available. That is that is uh, his way of explaining it in Pshat. And in the way of this to them, as he says, it's al derech to makas dam that there was no fish left in denial. Al derech was a Mitzrayim. He speaks about Mitzrayim. Maybe you could say same thing as other nations that hurt the Jews. They'll also suffer a similar makah as as a way of punishment. In the way of Remez, he says an interesting thing. He says that the Chachamim were speaking in hints. They didn't want to say exactly what they were saying. They were meant to say, what they meant to say is when they, that he won't find a fish. He meant to say no Egyptian will be left alive. Why? So he says that fish is a metaphor. You know, we have uh, dog and fish swallow up one another. You know, that's, uh, that's what it says Haman was happy when he came to, when he's, when the lots came to Adar, because the model of Adar is fish, says fish, one, a bigger fish swallows up a smaller fish. So he was happy, he said, I'll swallow up the Jews. It's, really, he was going to be swallowed up. But either way, so that fish is, 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 a, is a subtle hint for nations that are conquering and eating up each other. So it says that when Mashiach will come, Dark Cotton was trying to say, they wanted to speak in hint, they didn't want to be... Uh, they didn't want to be open. But again, he says, speaking particularly about Mitzrayim, Egypt, he says that the Chachamim, which said the Snaimur Chazal, were afraid, I guess they were, he writes that they were maybe under the rulership of Egypt or, uh, you know, whatever, the associated country. So they didn't say exactly what they meant, but he meant to say that there will be no fish, means that they will all be swallowed up and killed by other nations. It's not a sense. It was he said a lachatchil in the way of a hint. Lo nishchapen vaseret. There was things that would change. Yeah. So he says, what does it mean lachoyla for a sick person? He says you could say it's going on the yidden that are sick in Gala, So we shall make that 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 there won't be any any fish. Any, any Egyptians, anyone, I guess that particular, again, he's focusing, because the Pasuk is focusing on Egypt, he's focusing that these Pesukim are punishment for Egypt in particular. I guess they played also some type of role in, uh, I mean, today, I mean, uh, there's also Egyptians are stickle, like, uh, you know, whatever, Holly. Not the same nation. Not the same, I'm saying, not the same nation, still the same. It's fine, it's fine. Place is Mitzrayim as it was then. Fine, that 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 is the approach of the Barbanel. 
There is also a very interesting beer of the Marame Prague. The Marame Prague discusses this Gemara, and he interprets it based on um, one one of a, a key component of his explaining a lot of Maimari Chazal dealing with the end period right before Mashiach comes. There's many Maimari Chazal which explain how things are going to be uh, not the best, you know. So. One of the key components of, the, of his philosophy is he explains that Mashiach is a totally new type of world. It's a Havoya Chadosh, as what we say. It's a new creation, it's a new existence. Before you have a new Havoya, before you have a new existence, you need to have a header. You need to have, you know, a stage in between where the previous existence is diminished, is nullified, and then you can have a new beginning. I mean, it's in a way of a metaphor. We all know what Chassidah says about. You put a kernel of, 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 of wheat in the ground before it grows, it has to get rotten, it has to lose itself. So before every new begin, before, but particularly talking about Mashiach, the whole world will be a completely new world. So there has to be that all previous existence, so to say, loses itself. That will be a preparation for the, you know, for, 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 for the new creation, the, you know, the, the whole, whatever you want to call it, the way the world will be when Mashiach will come. So he gives a very interesting point. He says fish are the least affected in, than all other creatures. He gives an example by the marble. By the marble, all humans, all animals, all birds, besides those that were taken to the table, were, were extinct, were wiped out. With one exception, the fish. The fish did not uh, were not hurt. Why they, 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 they? First of all, they were in the water, but so the, the flood didn't. Obviously, the flood couldn't uh, kill them. But it also shows, he explained, that fish are the furthest away from, in other words, within, within the realm of, of humanity and things associated with human beings, with this world. So animals, birds, are more connected to the person. Fish are the most remote. They live in their own, you know, in, in the sea. So he says, the Chiddush here is that even fish, which, in other words, in order, in order for Mashiach to come, in order for there to be a new Havoy, a new creation, so every... Per- single detail of the previous world has to be nullified, including those details that, so to say, are the most, you know, usually the most unaffected, the most remote from human, uh, you know, from, from human interaction, so to say, even that will be completely, uh, will be lost as a preparation for the completely, you know, new creation of, of Mashiach. That's interesting, so again, what exactly... With the, with the thought of the maral, it's hard to know if it means literally or metaphorically, what exactly does it mean, but in other words, the point is that all of creation will undergo some type of transformational period where they'll lose their, their previous existence as a preparation for Mashiach. That's the, that's the explanation of the maral with Prague. There are a number of other explanations. In other words, even the fish. Even the fish. The Chiddush is, in other words, even the fish, yeah. There are a number of a number of other explanations al uh, I'll say some of them. Um, one interesting Rabbeinu and Ipshis and others I think say interesting word. We know that everything that you know, Chassidus Kabbalah explains that the neshamas that need a tikkun, a lot of them get megugul, a lot of them get. Uh, however you say it in English, reincarnated in different animals and different birds. So it says the neshamis hatzadikim, the most refined neshamis, they get megulgul in fish. They they get the that says it's a, there are many stories. 
אז דיפרנט סטוריות על צדיקים, ואתה יודע, סטאפקה פיש לחובת שבס, אולפין, זה מייסה, אדנוורנד רבנס, אני מסתכל עליו במראה, שסמנו איזינג פיש, אני גאה בואו קורא נסטרוט, איזרן אקספרשן, נשאר מצד צדיקים, ואף מביסים בצורה, אז אני אהבתי נורא טיפ, נשאר מצד צדיקים. זה לא נותן שהפיש זה מוסט refined creatures, so those neshamas of tzaddikim, they're not going to get in the Google, they're not going to come back down and incarnate it in, in, in a low creature, they'll get fish, it's, it's an easy tikkun. It also doesn't need shechita, yeah. So he says, what does it mean? It means, it's a hint that only tzaddikim, all sparks will be refined, even fish, even the nitzitas that are in fish, which are the most, they need the smallest amount of rectification, it's not like taking a, you know, It's the most refined beater, even that you won't find. In other words, there won't be any need of, of rectifying. In other words, it shows how everything will be completely refined. It's interesting, Vart Rabbeinus and Eipschitz. There is, Chassam um, Sefer gives his interpretation. Or that a Cherem is... What, what's what's the graphics? So they they learn touch I touch something upon they 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 learn the way the way I I am not a big philosopher I, I didn't do much research right, uh, according to Torah in other words like this according to Torah the, the truth is there are a number of sources that could support to some degree. That there will be, in other words, the way they look at it is that the world will come to an end. Yeah. According to Taita, nothing, whatever is going to happen is just as a preparation to bring in, you know, in, to bring in a higher level. So in other words, it's not Pshat that the world is coming to an end, the end of days. Pshat is, stage. right, so, so, so first of all, and it could happen in many ways. It's not, there's no one set of rules how it has to happen. Very unclear how it happens. Now you do have, you have prophecies of, many nations being destroyed and so on and so forth, but it's not considered as a goal onto its own to destroy them, but it's uh, some nations, uh, because of what they did and whatever, like Amalek, yeah, it will be destroyed. It's, it has no tick on it. It has no rectification. But I think the Jewish approach, so, some things, obviously, everyone is going to bring proofs from the Tanakh, but the Jewish understanding of it, I think, is fundamentally different based on the little bit that you're saying. Uh, yeah. Even Goyge yeah. and Mogig is not considered the end of the world. It's considered... The, you know, the, you know, the end of the world as we know it. That this war will bring about a, a transformation, but not that. At any rate, there is a there's a Hassam Sefer gives it. Also, it's all other Cheremes. He says that fish. We know we go to Tash. The Roshan is coming up. What's unique about fish? That fish always keep their eyes open when they sleep, which means the Ebrish is in a pkicha. You have in the Zaya that the Ebrish is always watching the Eden. So he said that before Mashiach comes, will appear as if. There's no one to watch over the Jewish people. There's no leadership. There's no, uh, there's even a dog cotton, I guess, you know, someone that's, they, the Ebrishers, Einop Kicha, the Ebrishers, watchful eye, obviously it will look like, the Ebrishers will be hidden, will be in such tzadahs, that they, like, there will be no, the Ebrishers, watchful eye, will be hidden away. It won't, and you won't see it. So now, you know, like when it hits rack bottom, it's fresh, oh, that's when Mashiach comes. If there's, then, you know, You don't see. It looks like even are suffering. There's no, there's no one that's helping. It's like in the post, like the end of Hazino. Kira calls the Asiyot Vepis Asur Vaz and Eibushu. Like it will appear that there's no hope. That's when Mashiach will come. 
there's another there's, there's another interesting explanation which I don't want to be uh, spend too much time on, but a number of the Ramami Panuk Deli Yisrael they interpret this Maimer Chazal as a hint to Mashiach Ben Yosef. Mashiach Ben Yosef, I'm sure most of you heard about. They don't want to elaborate upon it as a subject onto its own. Take, would need a few shurim on its own. But there's a concept. Zoyer speaks about it. Even Chassidus speaks about it here and there. The Gemara mentions it. Of Mashiach ben Yosef. It doesn't have to be, but there's a count of Mashiach ben Yosef that will come, he will wage wars, who will be a forerunner of Mashiach ben David. And. His mother brings it down. His mother in Sukkah. His mother brings it down, sure. Doesn't elaborate much upon it. Not upside the going says he doesn't have to come. It, it could be it'll happen this way. It doesn't mean it'll have to happen this way. But there's the Zoyer speaks about it. There's definitely there's the concept of Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef. On a very simple level, is more the fighter. The Sheikh bin David is more the one that comes in and he brings final salvation to the world. And Sheikh bin Yosef will like start fights, but then he'll may wage wars. However, you want to put it, he'll wage wars, but at the end he will be killed, according to the Zinnites. Some whatever Arizal says to Davin, he shouldn't be killed. It's a whole. I don't want to get into many details here, but uh, he'll be a forerunner. His his death will atone the sins of the Jewish people. Mashiach ben David will come. So he says, I'll say, I'll quote Ramami Panu. He says, interesting thing. We know that before the Yidden left Mitzrayim, there was a number of years before there was a group of Jews from the tribe of Ephraim that broke loose. Made they 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 fought their way out of Egypt and they were killed by the Plishtim. Discussed in a number of sources. So they were led by a person who identifies him by the name of Avadin. Avadin with the Ayn. Ayn Veiz Nun. So he says this Avadin was killed. He says Bar Koichva was a Gilgal of this Avadin. And also he attempted to be Mashiach and he got killed. No, but it's it's a hinted, it's hinted in uh, in uh, it's hinted in a number Chazal mentioned it, it's hinted in a number of Psukim. That says the Mason Shachia Yecheskel, the story in Tanakh where Yecheskel and revived a whole bunch of dead people, according to one opinion, I think with the Bnei Ephraim that pushed their way out. So he says that. No, no, I thought I was trying. Was there was a few thousand. Yeah, but there was a number of 40,000. I forget the number that's brought. But anyway, so so Ben Kibakhecha was a Gilgul and he also didn't rectify it. The final bitter will happen by Mashiach ben Yosef. He will be Yosef as compared to a fish. We have the passing in Vayichi, how Yaakov, you know, compared to Nashon Ephraim, Yidgul, Arayv, don't multiply like fish. So then Mashiach ben Yosef is compared to a fish. What's the rectification? The rectification is of what Mashiach ben Yosef has to do. No, no, no. In other words, there was an attempted redemption which wasn't ah, successful. Okay. So, Bar Koichva also was the same, was an attempted redemption. Sheikh Ben Yosef will be an attempted redemption as well. He won't be the final thing, but it will lead into the redemption. So that, I guess, will be his final tikkun. So he says, Chayla is Mashiach Ben David. It's called secret. Even Mingolas are called sick. So when the fish is not found anymore, it means that Mashiach Ben Yosef is killed. It's one way of looking at it. So then, Mashiach will come. It's a, it's, it's an interesting remez. <laughs> I want to finish off. There's a beer of the Rebbe and the Rishimis. 
Bikitsa, the Rebbe gives, here you see, the Rebbe gives a very Gishmaka explanation. And the Rebbe says like this, the Rebbe says, the Kulin Ismail Chazal in two ways. One, the Rebbe says, Mashiach Kuri, the common generation that's completely righteous, and the generation that's completely the opposite of that. So in each way, you can learn this Maim Rechazal. The Rebbe explains, what's the sick person mean? The sick person means, spiritually, somebody that's full of sins, you know? It says, the Apostle, that speaks about someone full of sins, someone that's full of blemishes from head to toe. What's the rectification of sin? Why does a person sin? Because he's not nullified to the Ebishta. What is the rectification of that fish? What does fish mean? Fish... As explained, it's completely submerged in its source. Fish can't survive out of water, out of its source. Fish represents something that's completely nullified to its source. So in a person, the same way it says when you eat, why don't one of the reasons, push it intellectually, the reasons why we don't eat uh, different non-kosher animals, because by eating them, it gives us the trait of being, you know, uh, predators, of being, you know, uh, wild. So similarly, eating fish represents brings a bit to the person eat fish so the rabbi says it means the nation is so is so is the, the eaten are so sick in gullus they're so they're so sick of avedas that they'll try to find the fish they'll try to have a bit but they won't be able to to find it they won't you know the, the, there's nothing helping them from the level of 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 of, of sickness of, of sin so they'll be so 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 the eaten are dosha kule they're completely you know Mashiach has to come. Then the Rebbe explains the same thing, Mamish in the opposite way. The Rebbe says, on the more, on the total opposite way, sick doesn't mean you're sick of Aveda. Sick means Chaylas Avad. Yidin are sick of love to the Ebrish. You have Chsidah, but even someone that has 49 gates of wisdom, but he's missing the 50th gate, Chayla is a numerical value of 49. So he has 49 gates of wisdom, he's missing the highest level of connection to the Ebrish, he's sick. And he's looking for a fish. The Rebbe says, fish is bitl, but it's not the ultimate bitl, because fish. It's in water, but it's still a separate entity. Having laws of, 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 I don't want to get into it. So the rabbi says, even the bittle of fish won't be good enough for them. What means they won't find fish? Even the level of bittle of fish won't be good enough. They want to have an ultimate bittle day, Bishop. But that's a raya that they're completely righteous and Mashiach will come. Shabbat take it from Yad Mamish.